the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome, 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 welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas, back here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. Had a wonderful time at the uh, Festival of Flowers. So glad it's back. Uh, seeing old friends, people stopping by, people making new friends. Uh, we have a listener who calls in. You, you know, the um, Beth? Yeah. yeah. We, we only have one Beth that calls. We have two. But uh, this was the Beth that's... Uh, that listens every Saturday and Sunday. Wow. And she listens while she cleans up her kitchen. It's <laughs> a really dirty kitchen, huh? <laughs> that was that was Calvin, Beth. Uh, I, I wouldn't have said that. Yeah, so uh, that was nice, but we're I, back I, here. I hope she puts all that stuff in the compost pile. <laughs> Beth, Beth, do you? <laughs> Call us, Beth, 210-308-8867. And Lisa's husband looked fairly healthy. Oh, gosh, yeah, he looked yeah. good. Uh, I, I looked like, real close to make sure she hadn't replaced him. Yeah, yeah. But he's just—he looks guy. like he could have hauled another three, four, five of those. Uh, big, yeah, yeah. It was in good, good spirits and looking. He good. had a double decker this time. He yeah, that was smart. Wagons. Yeah, better, a better. <laughs> he's learned. Equipment. <laughs> but right. he, looked, he looked very healthy, and uh, when he when he walked when Lisa walked away looking for plants. I would tell him that we're praying for him on on radio. And he said, "Thank you." Uh, yeah, keep yeah. praying. <laughs> and then Lisa come running over. And, well, why why don't you ever pray for me? I said, "Well, <laughs> you're not doing the work. <laughs> He's doing the hauling." It's not easy making all those wheeling and dealing and getting no. the plan exchange. I, I, Lisa I like, works. I like the fa- fact that he used us as a parking. A lot for temporarily yeah. while Lisa was doing her business. He just liked to talk. <laughs> yeah, to <laughs> talk park, about Lisa. Parked right there. I thought he was parking just to keep his uh, trailer out of the way of her doing her business. <laughs> but they, yeah, they uh, there were a lot of folks just like Lisa and her husband that yeah. were having fun and uh, yeah. uh, getting some good values. and. Uh, oh, yeah, meeting new people. Uh, there were some new companies that are come to San Antonio that were there. And all those people that we knew from before, that that it took us a while to, to recognize. <laughs> there were several of them that I'd saw saw several times before. Oh, that's who that is. <laughs> people that got, went ahead and grew beards and got yeah. thinner. And, <laughs> and Bruce Dooley was there. For those of you who used He to... was on your uh, speaker list. Yeah, he was on the oh, uh, organic well, roundtable. Okay, yeah, he was our organic guy. And uh, for a good friend of Malcolm's, love Malcolm. And uh, 
<laughs> he used to do a radio show, and uh, he would he was wild, and he'd get off on some subject and uh, get get a lot a little bit overboard. I know I know we oh. never we never. Oh did yeah, that. I can't imagine that. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> How did I know him? Was it from the the radio show or from his relationship with probably, Malcolm? He was at every Malcolm Beck uh, barbecue. Ooh, so oh, you yeah. probably have seen him out there. Yeah, because the name was seen real familiar. With the radio program, too. But uh, what I remember about him, I think he's doing a, a uh, web uh, What is it Greg does? Uh, a podcast? podcast, yeah. Okay. But uh, in Kerrville, I think. But anyway. And uh, <laughs> but uh, what I remember about. Bob was there. Who? Oh, who? Uh, I was hoping you would remember the last Bob one. Webster? Yeah. Oh, Bob. <laughs> yeah, he came by and waved. Mm-hmm. With all fingers. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I remember about Bruce is he got carried away on microwaves one time. Oh. How, how dangerous they were and, and everything. And he said the only good, only thing to, good to use about with a microwave is use it as a anchor. Trot line anchor. Man. You mean the microwave that I rely on to yeah, cook yeah, my right, food? Right. And uh, the second show after he said that he, he was having to recant because his wife kind of expressed oh. to him, "You better, <laughs> you better get that microwave back here, buddy, <laughs> or take it when you leave the house." <laughs> That's funny. But anyway, yeah, yeah. He, he's always he's been a character. All right, again, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, let's see what else. Everybody uh, got bringing that dog out. Yeah, see that one. He's he he's a good watchdog. He keeps he's one eye watching, open all night. Yeah. Watching. He's, uh, let's see, and uh, we have. Uh, I'm trying to get back in the groove and see what's going on. Lots of things here. Well, the Sa- San Antonio water system was. Uh, oh yeah, they did a great job. Yeah, they gave a gave a plant there. Oh, they gave the red salvia. We got one of those. Uh, yeah. Okay, and uh, saw a lot of uh, folks that we haven't seen for a while. Yeah. And uh, so if you got the saws salvia. Coccinia, was it? It was red. Yeah, I know, but I mean. The, yeah. Yeah, was it? The one that's growing in the shade now and everything. Oh, okay. So where should you, how should you plant it? When should you plant it? What happened? Oh, you just plant, yeah. plant it now. <laughs> yeah, plant it now. now. Yeah, yeah. How much yeah. sun? Well, as much as you want to give it. Yeah, it can take full sun okay. and does fairly well in the shade. Yeah, and it uh, loves uh, morning sun, but uh, it does, in my yard, is growing spread all over. Yeah, it recedes. Oh, good. So it's one of those. Uh, did you get one, Milton? No, I but I know, somebody, I know somebody that did. No, oh, no, okay. I didn't get one. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't bring us one. <laughs> I know. I saw David... I got one hug, but I didn't get in a free plan. David Arrego, Oregano, uh, that's living in uh, uh, Dr. Moore's house. David works for Saws. Oh. And uh, <laughs> he came by and waved. 
He he was the one. He's from uh, Panama, hmm. and he was the one that was talking and conversing with Dr. Moy at the botanical garden. He worked over there for a long period of time. And I, after they got through talking, I went over and I said, "Did you two understand what the other one said? Both of you didn't understand a word <laughs> the other one said because they." Have a have a kind of an accent on brogue, and uh, they both fell out laughing. Did he have uh, kind of hair that sticks out like mine? Yeah, different color though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he's a good man. He's been yeah, he looked familiar. He's worked at Peterson's and uh, Botanical Garden, and uh, that's why it was so, it was so hard to re- what you you do when you see some of those people that you've you know you've known from the years back. Yeah. You try to relate. Where did I see him? With him, it was a, a lot of different places. And I saw Charles Bartlett there. Oh, gosh, yeah. And he, he dyed his hair white. It was weird, man. You know, people dye their hair purple uh, and pink. And, and, some, and white. some people don't keep their hair. Do they? That's right. Yeah. What do they do with it? You get tired of cutting cut, it. No, I don't know. It just falls out, I guess. But, yeah, we had a nice time, and it was yeah. nice to see the Festival of Flowers back on track. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Say, Lots of fun stuff on sale here at Millburgers, too. Yeah, when, that, when I picked up this paper and looked at it, what do you think that plant is there on the top? Uh, is that what a, is what that, does it look like? Like a Vitex? Yeah. Um, is it a Vitex? No, yeah. Okay, I cheated. It Look, says Vitex. <laughs> Looks like a grass burr. Yeah. <laughs> without the color. Yeah, without the color, it doesn't yeah. look. But, uh, yeah, that I imagine that. I imagine, well, I don't see blooms on it, but uh, it, it's, or it's got more coming at the tip. And they got, uh, wait a minute. Is that Gold Star Esperanza, man? At the bottom? No, it's hard to tell without a black and white, but oh. it has well, lots of blooms on it. That's a key. That's a tip. Now, I said 18 inches. <laughs> Jerry will probably say, well, 12 inches or so. <laughs> Depends on the, a little bit of the what it's gone through before it gets here. At the <laughs> but they're, they're amazing. What the, the article is about is uh, some of the subtropical uh, blooming plants that we rely on for our landscape. They're drought tolerant, and they they will most of them will freeze back, but they uh, come back and blooming. And then, of course, they're all they're on every list, every xeriscape list, and they're on every list of uh, producing uh, nesting uh, or leg egg egg laying sites for butterflies. And pollen-producing sites for pollinators, including hummingbirds. And you got thryallus on there, which is true. Yeah, there. Uh, it's a good little one. Did yours freeze down every every year? Of course, it did probably last. It's year. not. Yeah, last year it did, but it's it's not as sensitive to cold as uh, my uh, Esperanza. Esperanza. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know they had them at the entrance to the old uh, Color Spot Nursery, to the main office entry, and uh, they would cut them down every year. 
They would get five feet tall. Yeah. And full of bloom, top to bottom. Hmm. And uh, they don't have deer out there. But uh, I've got some if they want some. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it 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 makes it five feet once it's established. It does. It'll go back to its five feet. Yeah, and it's a nice looking tree. And and it, it took an extra year for it to get into bloom after we planted it, but uh, it really does so well growing. Uh, along with uh, Esperanza. Hey, speaking of deer, I got had uh, uh, two got in my Uh-oh. yard, and uh, they obviously had been in there overnight. <laughs> oh, no. So Tilly found them. Uh-oh. And, uh, I mean, that little that little 15-pounder was <laughs> attacking this big, <laughs> big doe, and I, uh, but she was pretty... What did you sure have to do? O- open the gate? You have to open the gate? Yeah, I opened the gate, and then I had to get her Tilly out of here. Um, <laughs> so did, okay. the, did the dog run through that gate? Oh, no. Not my dog. No, not my okay, dog. Okay, good. But uh, how many deer do you think I had before I got them out? <laughs> Wait a Six. minute. Six. Some came in? Some new, new ones came in. <laughs> and that's... that's one of the indications that the the two deer that have been there have been there wow yeah because usually you just get to move them towards those gates and they're out of there but these these guys <laughs> and part of it may have been the dogs yeah scaring them yeah yeah and they and they they had found they had found some good hiding places between, <laughs> because the dogs and i couldn't find them for the longest time <laughs> but anyway they didn't um, stop and eat anything did they oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah, but, but there was enough. There's enough uh, 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 New seeds and oh. fruit and vegetables. Oh, and yeah. they had plant- <laughs> tomatoes, whatever. Yeah, you whatever. gave them a good, good, uh, balanced diet in yeah. your backyard. <laughs> and I saw the first fawn. All right, first not in your yard though. No, the next yard. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that's what I always threatened Forrest Appleton with. You know. I'd ask him, I said, Farsi, have you got this plant, and is it different? Different. And he said, I've got it in my backyard, but I've never had it around deer. I said, when you go out of town, I'm opening the back gate. <laughs> we're going to see what lives. <laughs> well, we, see what makes it. I, t- I told you about the, the story of my next-door neighbor last year when he bought the house a couple years ago, and Walter left. Uh, and they had uh, left, opened the gates up. Uh-oh. And they got all these notes from the neighbors. You can't leave the gates open. Uh, I, I want to encourage the deer. I'm a believer in the deer. Uh. <laughs> that lasted for about two days. And, boy, there you could see the oh. the, 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 the scripting that occurred. <laughs> So Did we have, change your mind? Oh yeah, you? we have not heard of, heard of anything uh, since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people like that, you just gotta gotta like, give them a little rope and let them hang there. Mm-hmm. Give but, the deer just a little food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, the, the, the deer, deer are easy to love, but boy, they're easy to <laughs> get tired of it too. And bougainvillea, Calvin mentioned bougainvillea. Grows in full sun, but unlike the other species in this article. We usually grow it in hanging basket. It's difficult in other ways too. 
Yeah, it's just bad. Yeah. Containers is probably right. a better yeah. statement. That's probably true because you can dry them down and whatever. That's yeah, uh, a uh, Warren. Phil. Did he have? Uh, didn't he have a lot of bougainvilleas and hanging baskets? Warren, the guy, the master gardener yeah. that yeah. had those Warren hanging baskets. Yeah, sure. hanging baskets in the trees yeah. out front. And every time you'd go over there, oh, stupid thing, be full bloom. Yeah. Well, he had a really, <laughs> a, really a, a yeah. formal rotation, which he didn't mention to us. You know. Yeah. They. I just just water them. Okay, but they're not supposed to bloom in the shade. <laughs> I don't know how yours bloom in the shade, Warren. <laughs> and then he'd get that sm- smirky yeah. smile. Yeah. Okay. You remember him? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, Warren was wonderful. He was one of the first master gardeners. Yeah. What a leader and a good gardener. I think he was in military intelligence, wasn't he? I, I know he was retired military. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, he's a good guy. He enjoyed his life and uh, before, and uh, he was enjoying it uh, yeah. now. He was doing a lot of uh, experimentation for you and uh, us. And uh, he's the one that found out about that uh, hibiscus food being yeah. so good for uh, bougainvillea. Yeah. But uh, it kept him in bloom. Well, he's got, who's this with this grumpy look in his face? Why does it look grumpy? Uh, oh, 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 that's his normal way. Uh, uh, that's that smart. I take offense to that. I know. I don't blame you. Give Try, him some, the trace is on the porch with us. Giving him some toma- tomatoes. Where's maybe we'll, I'm going to take his crackers. Let's take his crackers. Yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. What did I, I, what did I, I do? love you for the way you're treating me. What did I do? Oh. What did I do to him? Look right behind that tree. Oh, no. The, 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 you know there's a police officer in the parking lot? Yeah. yeah. And um, they already know. Uh-oh. So I told them no lethal force, <laughs> but they could use their taser. Uh, whoa. <laughs> a number, any number, for each, each bloom each he eats? Each bloom he gets a zap. He gets a zap. Okay. Oh, that seems man. fair. <laughs> but have we'll, you we'll see how badly he wants to eat one. Yeah. Have you ever had... That yellow one? Of course Is I have. Is that a double one? Uh, no, it's not. That yellow, pretty yellow one. Looks like a double. Shouldn't be. I haven't tasted it, but I, I don't know if it's sweet or well, not. It'll be electrifying. I'll tell uh, you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is sad. That flavor will be really electrifying. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, talent sure get, abuse. Man. I'm not well, even sure you get to chew on that. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't, we, there's not a lot of danger because we, we've tested him. He tried to walk uh, out there, there you go. one time and <laughs> fell down, so I think he's probably... Hesitant to go over we, there. We know he can't it. run anyway. Uh, yeah, oh hell no. <laughs> no, I think just turning around quickly put him. Oh yeah, put him down. But yeah, that's what Calvin said. The first thing he saw those uh, the day lilies was. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's a trap. Uh, <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> oh, I think yeah, you got a, a bear trap in there or something. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, you you have to find out. All right. Well, they're pretty, and got a. That's a kind of a burnt orange, or yeah. Uh, what do you call that color? Man, yeah. well, a wonderful color. <laughs> yes. And then you got single yellows, and I'm pretty sure that, uh, or a single orange, uh, maybe that might be. I'm pretty sure the one that you said is orange is really red. Yeah, it's kind of a reddish orange. It's more red oh, than orange. Yeah, that's it. 
But uh, well, you, uh, the yellow one is something. Trace, you missed it. We had a, a dad and his kids were picking out uh, um, hollies. Yeah, Burford holly, dwarf Burford. Yeah, the whole, they had one of those big, big wagons with it. And so the dad came up here to talk to us about planting it. And the kids decided that they wanted to rearrange it. <laughs> so the little little one was in the wagon, and the big one, the big kid about four uh, was moving all the hollies. <laughs> and and uh, the first thing that happened was the thing stood up way up, and, <laughs> and little brother went off one uh, way, and, and, and the hollies went off the other. You sure, you, sure yeah. you didn't mean to do that? <laughs> no, it was it was unbelievable. That's what big brothers do. Isn't it? Are you speaking from experience? And, <laughs> yeah. And big brother got that little sheepish look. He looked around to see if he was uh. <laughs> but he didn't get hacked. All, all the customers rushed, and the, and the little brother was excited about the wonderful <laughs> do it again. adventure. Do it yeah. again, uh. All right. well, he's, he wants to grow up to be a clown in a circus and shot from a cannon. Yeah, maybe so. He, they, they, it was it was kind of funny because the dad was talking to Calvin, and all of a sudden you're, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. It's, can that's you stay good, with us for a, a few minutes? That's a good noise for radio. Yeah, it is. Because uh, we, we have to take a break. We're up against a break. Don't go anywhere. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. We are back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or come on by. It's picking up a little bit. Uh, more people are coming in. It's uh, lots of uh, nice gardeners out here at Millburgers today. So Yeah, I'll tell you what people are loading up on. Who are those? Vincas. Oh, are they? They're on sale. Which ones are the Vincas? <laughs> Are they? They're, they're hidden behind the the zinnias. Right, right, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> they're uh, kind of behind the zinnia. But uh, every uh, every color you can imagine. I have. Uh, when you now, I'm, I've got most of everything I want for my uh, summer garden, except for those. I'm still watching for those orange orange zinnias that yeah. Trace had last year. Gosh, they were spectacular. <laughs> Uh, but I, when you order those, do you order different colors? Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I'll give you a guess the top three. What's that? Red. White, red. It's white. Red, white, and mixed. Red, white, mixed, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I was. I'm going to put it in order. It be red, mixed, and then white. And then <laughs> I every, was trying to remember. Happens, but just doesn't happen in the quantities. When I saw, I don't know if I saw the, the orange ones out there or I was walking in. The, but uh, I got a flat of them. And, boy, they were just all all year. They, you know, not zinnias are wonderful, but they don't always last. Oh, yeah. All growing season. Yeah. But uh, these certainly they just did. keep on going. <laughs> They, uh, yeah, I, uh, I was buying some for the ranch down south, 
and uh, that I work with. And uh, I could never get the color that the owner wanted. In other words, asked for. He said, well, I said, what university did you go to? You go to college? And he says, I transferred a lot, so almost every color <laughs> will work. And so I ended up getting the, the uh, mixed. And I, I think the grower tells me that that's the most popular one they sell, that mixed. Yeah, because it's, it's got all Pretty close colors. with red. I almost got pretty colors on there. Uh, but anyway, there people are getting them. And uh, I don't think they were on sale. Last you know, weekend, where no, they were not. You know, the other thing I uh, start just appreciating these recent years are the white fincas. I think they've they've developed or worked on them, and then they're uh, they last so well. And then you got a couple of choices. You got the red centers. You got the pure white. Yeah, and they they go so well with that red. So the tattoo series, those colors are cool. What is a tattoo series? Well, it's like Cora series, but uh, oh. they've got oranges. They've got one they call blueberry. Oh, wow. That's yeah. actually uh, a, a very deep purple. Okay. It's a lot of new colors. Oh, good. I don't yet know how phytophthora resistant they are, but uh, they are some neat colors. But yeah. they're in the Cora series, right? No, it's a tattoo series. Oh, okay. I thought they were part of the Cora. Cora in the tattoos. You know? <laughs> um, you know what you had that I that I really liked uh, last week uh, was the uh, penta. Uh, of course, the red pentas were spectacular, and the, and the whites were good. But the there was a uh, kind of a pink that had uh, real big bloom heads. Yeah, and. Uh, and it was usually I would I wouldn't pass up a red to get one of those, but <laughs> they were they were very nice, not very nice. Yeah, it's good to get and a and lot of choices. And the thing about pentas, even though Trace says they they do really well in the sun, they do so well in the shade too. Mm-hmm. That morning, that's one of those morning sun or just a little combination of sun and uh, shade plants that bloom constantly. <laughs> as long as you keep water. Uh, I was walking through the office coming up here, and uh, I noticed there's a lot of whopper begonias. I guess they're on sale for 4.5-inch pot, regularly three ninety nine, but on sale three for ten dollars. But they're 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 smaller plants, which would acclimate faster, and but they're not full bloom. I, th- I think you've got some over there that are full bloom. We do. But they, whoppers really grow fast. Oh, yeah. You get your your your, your uh, favorite uh, fertilizer <laughs> on them, get a lo- get a bag of that. And Speaking of fast, um, oh. I've moved through a lot of those lower bush petunias, and I think I'm going to sell them all before I ever have to give them a haircut. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. That's all great. That's, all that's left are those two inches. Yeah, that's there. <laughs> That's great. Well, if you're interested in Laura Bush reseeding Petunia, come now. 
Yeah. You'll get some. If you wait, you might not. No, that's right. Because Jerry, we, Jerry yeah. needs you to grow these so you can give him some seed <laughs> so that we can get more again next year. Well, and they're kind of interesting. Even if you have just one or two plants to kind of they'll, put them in a corner. Some, they'll get big. Someplace, cause they, they show, yeah, they, they're showy. Yeah. Mine have a little more pink than those. I'm, I'm going to plant one in my mailbox, Milton. Uh, so be right, in, right in the middle of a bunch of Blackfoot daisies. Yeah, oh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be interesting one. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that lower bush. It's it's funny that you know we didn't we don't promote it we don't promote it that much because they it's hard to get plant. But uh, <laughs> I always tell the story about uh, way uh, that its mother VIP petunia. Got used, or made the market. <laughs> it's smaller, and uh, there was a, they were growing it out at uh, uh, Lone Star, the old Lone Star. And uh, Greg Grant was there. Was was Decker was the uh, landscaper out there. Greg was a landscaper for everywhere he went, LSU and Botanical Garden. <laughs> they put him in charge of the landscape. But uh, the funny thing about it, he said, we probably need to get cuttings of that. They, you know, the, the, whoever uh, hired you don't listen to you. And, and they wouldn't listen to Greg. And finally Greg told him, he said, that's the only plant in the landscape that people steal. Hmm. They went crazy over that thing. I don't know why, you know, it's a... Kind of a small petunia, but uh, people loved it. I guess because it bloomed so much. Well, you know, it's alive when all the other petunias die. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And, too. I, and I don't, I can't really figure out the logic to it, but I, it also has kind of a a down home feel. Yeah, you know, if you came from New Braunfels, <laughs> you probably seen you seen it growing there. Oh yeah. The only thing that make it better is if it was uh, burnt orange. No way you could. Y'all need to start working on a burnt orange petunia. I think we were, had that at one no, we time. We had a burnt orange petunia. Have we really? Yeah. Oh, I think we had it one time. You got, you got rid of it, Spray, huh? Doctor, probably sprayed it with Roundup. Is, is well, that, if he, is that uh, damn Dr. Stein? Yeah, he, he <laughs> would, uh, if he would just go back to that orange zinnia. <laughs> Who needs that, that orange wrinkle? <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, even even some of us Aggie graduates <laughs> will use that orange zinnia. Now, let's see. That's the first time that we've had them in larger containers, isn't it? Yeah, most of the time I think yeah, it's been four inch, four, four and, and a half, half inch. The contract grows. So. But this, this, you, these, gave, you gave them to the wrong grower to get them in a four and a half inch. <laughs> uh, I'll just leave it at that. They requ- <laughs> they requested this. Well, that's, request. that's great. Uh, the, the only upside for me is in a four and a half inch pot, I would have had to cut them back already. Yeah, in yeah. Gallon, right. I, had, I didn't have to. And I'm and selling. I imagine they were very easy to to get established. They weren't, so. not, they weren't some others. Oh, hey, let's help Will on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Will, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Just fine. Got a question about Dinka that go to seed. Last year I had uh, Milberger's uh, Zinia. I'm sorry, uh, Dinka, and they went to seed. They went to seed, and I got a lot of. uh, It came back up this spring, but they're all they were all red last year, but this year they're all white from the seed. 
So how congratulations. Do you, how do they determine? How do you <laughs> determine to get the seed to get you know whatever color you want to come out? Uh, well, <laughs> the uh, the white one, interesting enough, is his core was yes. the original one that had all the disease resistance in it. It was white. Ah. Uh, so they may have put more more of the ge- genetics into the red or into into that line than. Uh, than they did to others. They had to cross it with red. Well, I'm I assuming guess. white's the dominant color, then. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah the the when, white was a little bit of a little bit of a red center. I think probably just like the regular white is. Yeah. So now next year, if these if these go to the seed, so can I determine next year? Are we going to get all white again, or if white's the, deter- the determinant color, is a yeah. pretty good chance you're going to get all white again. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they look very nice. I like the white. It's very showy, but I just was I was going to ask you, now, how much did you pay for those? those oh, I got ones? a great, the white I had ones. a great, uh, the white ones that I have yeah. right now, they were yeah. really cheap, really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so the don't, were, don't, don't yeah. uh, what, what's the old saying, don't, uh. Plus look, a, a, look at a gift horse. I'm surprised. Yeah, there you go. I'm surprised that they started growing so early in the year. Mine have just have <laughs> reseeded, but they're they're just starting yeah. to grow. And I'm seeing color, but I do oh, have red, the red come I, back. Okay, I had probably well, a few pink uh, uh, turn pink, but I probably had a couple hundred plants. I I got I probably dug up a bunch, put them in little pots, and got them all the way around. So. I probably got six years so I'll planted from those seeds. <laughs> That's so, gonna be pretty. Yeah. So it's not yep. automatic that they come back white. Yeah. Do you have deer? Well, uh, oh, of course, but they leave them alone. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Okay. Yep. Yep. They leave them alone. You know, we've only had one okay. person ever call us and say that. Yeah, I think he was drinking. all these years, and everybody else <laughs> has had no problem with deer and vinca. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Well, well thanks, yeah. Will. Does that help you? Yep, yep. And I would just want to say the Thunderbird uh, tomato did very well. Didn't produce as, probably as well as some of the other ones, but uh, they're very uh, they're good tasting. They're, I like the meat on them. They're very good. Oh, yeah, go. Was it was it a, a, a large tomato and kind of flat? Uh, the Thunderbird? No, it's they're kind of around medium size. Nothing nothing real big. Because yeah, uh, my, my neighbors look. Gosh, they look like they're. I'm, I'm going to weigh the next batch we pull off for you to yeah. give you a good clue. So you, you're not seeing that flat, any flatness either, Trace? No, uh-uh. no, if no. Anything, they're, if they're anything, I'd say they're skinny. Huh? If anything, but, I would say they were skinnier than they were tall. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And uh, and the, yeah. of course, oh, the wait. Ruby Crush is just just the oh. best one. I think the Ruby Crush is probably the best tomato that. <laughs> Tasting, you think? I don't know. I'm eating some dwarf cherry surprise right now. <laughs> and uh, that's awfully hard to beat. <laughs> what, was the, what was the name of it? Which one? Uh, the 968, the okay. dwarf cherry surprise. You can't get uh-huh. it anymore. Okay. Well, I'm, no, I'm, I'm good. It. I'm <laughs> get it. They, uh, They're both good. Both yeah, of those did are you, Did any of your plants uh, get spider mites? No, no. I had a little uh, on the uh, Thunderbird. I had a little bit of brown uh, spot on the bottom, uh, but uh, not only maybe about three or four. Okay. And, uh, it was just probably doing the way to bring some uh, 
And know? so you had, of, water, you, you had a lot you. of fruit? Uh, no, not a whole lot. Not a lot. Okay, sounds good. Thanks for the report. I, I guess okay. I had about 30 on mine. Wow. Oh, I had maybe about, that may be about 20 or so, but the they were three, oh, 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 very good. The first three Thank I had, much. had uh, either blossom end rot or the top rot, but everything else has been pretty good. Yep, yeah. yep, that's cool. true. Exactly. Thank okay, you, Will. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, Enjoy man. the show. Thanks for okay. shopping here. Uh, 210-308-8867. we got to take a break. 210-308-8867 is our number. Uh, give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 a.m., The Answer. You ask me what I like about Texas. I tell you it's a wide open space It's everything between the Sabine and the Rio Grande And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer The other thing about Texas that you may not like is the uh, all the uh, bugs and insects and uh, rodents and stuff that get in your attic and uh, the mosquitoes well, then you will like Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, Spider-Man, since 1976, has been helping homeowners and businesses stay pest-free. And I mention that business was because when I met Spider-Man, he was working with a business uh, that uh, needed, that had tried two other uh, pest control companies. It may have even been three. Uh, to uh, And they kind of worked for a couple of weeks, and then the problem came back. And then they got Spider-Man. And Spider-Man looked at the problem holistically, figured out what the problem was, where they were coming in, and uh, solved that, too, as well as treated for them. And it was a big success, and they never left Spider-Man. They told everybody about him. Now, if your home is having problems, they'll take that same philosophy and look at the problem holistically. It's Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Warren Remy been doing this since 1976, and their phone number, 210 210- 656 3721. 210 656 3721. Online at GoSpiderManPest.com. My pest never came back. No. I know you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it cleaned out everything. My squirrels, uh, kids, brother, mother in law. <laughs> it's just you in the house now. <laughs> it's me in the house. You and the ferals. <laughs> the way I like it. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, they've got uh, Blue Days on sale. That is a Texas superstar. I didn't. That must be a Rodriguez deal. Me, we used that. You remember Blue Days? Yeah, in the old, uh, we used it as a, one of those ground cover experiments. Yeah. To te- to test the the Roundup. Killing the grass and then planted oh, okay. blue days, which, of course, is not it's not not a evergreen thing. It's like most of them that we recommend. Yeah, it's been on the market for a long time. Pretty uh, pretty plant, but it's a a see, su- summer plant. Yeah, I think so. Uh, number one pot, nine ninety nine. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Real close to ten dollars. That's its normal price. Yeah, regularly. Every day. And the sale is eight eighty-eight. Okay. <laughs> Three for twenty-four dollars. So, uh, I, 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 of course, that plant is blue. But it has blue flowers. And it has a nice ground cover, but it, it's a summer ground. Yeah, and uh, it just never has taken off, uh, you know, being popular like uh, other any other blue flower would take off, like uh, uh, flambago, for instance. It's blue. Yeah. And, and white. I, I suspect it's got a, a probably... Good, uh, it's uh, tracks butterflies. The blue days. Yeah. Uh, so I was trying to remember back when uh, back when we used it a lot. I didn't pay a, pay a lot of attention to the butterflies, but uh, the bloom. It's got a lot of blooms. Yeah. And it's nice, uh, even growth. Yeah. And so it's a it's a worthy plant. Yeah, but uh, you know, the people don't use it for for some reason. But anyway, uh, it's on sale if you want to give it a try. It's a blue flower. People love blue flowers. Look at that uh, plumbago. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. <laughs> but it's a flat flower, as I remember. Oh, the blue days? Yeah. And a flat ground cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where, where our uh, blue plumbago will take. Upright, yeah. It'll grow whatever whatever tin on leaning on things yeah. upward across. <laughs> that blue days was kinda was a nice uniform uh, plant. Yeah. And uh of course they, we've got Texas lilac that we were talking about or Vitex. Huh? Uh Number three pot regularly twenty nine ninety nine, <laughs> almost. almost on sale for twenty four eighty eight or two for forty dollars. I really like that uh, Trace is putting multiples mm-hmm. on that and making them cheaper because you know a while back there were some people that would just buy one plant and put it in the backyard. Now they're all the way up to two. Right. <laughs> I've told you I have to buy them odd numbers. So I, have to, I have to buy threes. If somebody had told you that earlier, you would have you would have done that, wouldn't you, man? No, yeah, but now I, that it's uh, to my advantage. No, he need, he needed Lisa to help him with. There this, you go. With the uh, combination <laughs> that they're a good team on the, the horticulture. Laura. Laura, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, was there? Was it? Were you married to somebody else before that? No, no. no, no. <laughs> he, uh, they've dropped the price on uh, figs this week, and uh, they were forty nine ninety nine, and now they're thirty four forty four. I gotta ask Trace, where in the hell did he get these odd numbers? Hmm. <laughs> and, He's uh, got his system. So, uh, and I think they've got uh, my favorite, uh, uh, sure, a little sugar fig or Celeste. They've got Celeste and they've got LSU Purple. Mm, mm -hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. 
But uh, as our couple. Big as in popular or big as in the size? What is that big one that, what was the one that Fanix used to have? Fanix Giant. Fanix Giant. Blue Giant. Blue Giant. Yeah, that was, that was a nice one, too. I, I don't know if, if this is bigger than that. I think this is about the same size. Yeah. Maybe the same fig, you know. Could but, be, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I said, what else did they have? Uh, they Celeste and LSU. Uh, maybe brown turkey. Uh, did they have brown turkey? I don't think they have brown turkey. Anyway. And they've got some still some of my pots. 18-inch terracotta pots. Mm-hmm. Regularly $63.99. Sale two for $85. That is a damn good deal. That's a really versatile pot. There's a lot you could give me. You've you've used them for growing tomatoes, but you could use it as something decorative. Or as a bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we... uh, Someone heard us and bought some vincas. Like I I said, uh, Jeremy's... And his friend are growing uh, the Ruby Crush and uh, 968 cherry tomatoes, and also growing some of the largest Serrano peppers as you've ever seen. Wow! Out of that pot? Yeah, out of out of a uh, in the same barrel. I mean, in who's eating them? <laughs> well, Jeremy called me over yesterday. Oh yeah, that's right. And he didn't know when to pick the Serrano. I said, well, when you see it, you can harvest it. The same way with uh, we got real grandy gold in there, too. Uh, but uh, he had a <laughs> serrano that long. Four inches? Yeah. Still uh, with a serrano shape. A lot of times those bigger peppers but, lose but I, their I, shape. I remember your stories about him and hot peppers. And yeah. I, I was wondering yeah. who. <laughs> Who is going to use those serranos? <laughs> oh, he he says he eats them every morning for breakfast on his eggs. Are you so. serious? Wow. He's changed. And I told him, I said, I didn't tell you to do that. <laughs> I want you to remember this. I did not tell you to do you that. You didn't tell him not to do it. <laughs> See if you think that woman's buying enough of those uh, Laura Bush petunias. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, she oh, had, my goodness. Yeah, she needs a bigger cart. She is going to decorate with those guys. I would ask her, why do you like that bikini? Yeah, we should. You, you, can go, you can go run over there during the break and ask her. Okay. What's she pulling off? What's that? Oh, she's. I mean, it's not a big bloom. No. Is the VIP bigger? Is it a bigger bloom? No, a little. It's smaller. smaller? Okay. It's the mother of uh, Okay. Lord, but, but they sure are pretty. I can see why she's getting them. Well, yeah, they kind of glow. They, glow, they do. They? Yeah. And they, they do a nice job of leaning over. Yeah, yeah. Like they take advantage of whatever uh, space and uh, shape that they yeah. have to put up with. The only thing people don't do with them is, is uh, trim them back when they get larger yeah and uh that they'll last a lot longer if you just let them all go to seed don't, i think she put back the other thing that she had in the cart <laughs> there's there's nothing left i don't know if she can tell we're talking about her but we probably shouldn't then we don't want to put them back no that's true no we're i, I can see why she's doing it all right i'm gonna go out and ask her why, okay you go why, ask why her. did she like that today? 
tell congratulate her on the great purchase and their great taste in plants. And, 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 then ask, and ask her if she wants to pay cash up here. Yeah, that's right. You can pay cash. I'll give you a discount on those if you, you pay cash. It's cash. Uh-huh. Nobody pays cash. Nobody anymore. pays cash anymore. You're the only one. She, I, wonder, I wonder how the blood deal did yesterday. Yeah, we got to ask Trace how we did. He's helping with uh, cashier Uh-oh. right now. Just just walk over. She, okay. Just go. Go walk. Go. Okay. Oh, don't, don't, don't harass me. All right. Leave the customers alone. I'm not harassing them. I'm bagging them. I'm trying to make them. I'm trying to understand oh, why okay. they buy what they buy. Maybe it's best not to. But anyway. I think the, the, the fact that they glow like that. Yeah, you, can, you could ask her what... what what drew her to them? Yeah, something uh, did. She got a whole yeah, wagon full. No, it's going to look great. I mean, it just looks great like that. Yeah. <laughs> How far apart would you put them? Uh, well, they got they easily cover uh, over eighteen inches. Oh yeah, two feet. But she she's probably going to want that look immediately. Yeah. So she's so twelve to fourteen at the most. You don't think she? I don't. I but don't, they're in 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 those gallons. Yeah, right I don't there. think she'll take them out of those gallons. You? No. no. Well, not if she's going to plant them that close together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But they'll they'll fill in those things in. She she weeks. she would love osmocote. I know those plants would love osmocote. They thought they died and gone to heaven or something. Oh yeah. Just uh, leave her alone. All right. You're looking at me like. Mm-hmm. I've seen that guy unwanted, folks. Yeah, that's right. And I don't want to have anything to do with him. All right, 210-308-8867 up. And now he's getting some, too. <laughs> That's so funny. They they really do. They they're they're almost uh, traffic stoppers. Uh, they, oh, yeah. So uh, that's great. No, they, we worked hard to get those back on. So it's nice that people like them. Oh Not, yeah. And uh, it's. I guess that's the only petunia that's ever been planted at the White House. Yeah, that's what you said. George W. Yeah, for Laura Bush. Laura Bush. And she was fun when she was spoke at the Salvation Army thing, and we got her the, uh, every, every table got a seed packet, and at the very end she was talking about them, going, now here's what I've been told about those. So, all right, we're going to get ready to take a break and get you caught up with the news. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210 67. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. We're live at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll tell you uh, that you can find out all about the sale items that Jerry was talking about by going to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. All right, back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick on the answer. 
We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. We're live at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Verde Road. And we want you to come on out and uh, be a part of the show or call us and ask your gardening question at 210-308-8867. Jerry's bothering that poor couple now about all their... The man finally got away. Um, but anyway, so uh, Jerry doesn't have to, you know, if, we'll find out what his uh, his survey... Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see if she abandons her, uh, her plants. I hope not. Yeah. But at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call. Lots of beautiful plants here uh, at Millburgers. So you having success with anything in, in particular that you mentioned zinnias a lot, but uh, what well, else? I'm, about, I'm pretty, I'm happy with uh, pretty much everything that I have. I'm st- still trying to, uh, you know, I... I I'd love love to have those orange zinnias, and I could use uh, uh, my whoppers are just are spectacular. But I don't have my whoppers are. I mean, I, I think this is the best whoppers I've had. Really? Yeah, I mean, uh, mine last year were outstanding too. I don't have quite as many as I did last year. I've got more pintas, uh, and I, li- I like I like the pintas, um, but they're, they're they take a little more water than the. Uh, than the whoppers do too, for a shade plant. So, um, oh, I think Trace is bringing us something. He's oh, looking, he's yeah, that that he's looks, looking at us. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that that looks like that plant he was just. Oh, though that that looks like a. a oh, vinca. is that the? Uh, oh, that's a. Is that a bougainvillea? No, it's a vinca. Is that the petunia? Oh, is that the is that the vinca? Yeah, the, the, the tattoo. Wow. So there's like five new tattoo colors, and that, it's, this is spectacular. That thing is is a deep purple. That's pretty. It's almost like cyclamen purple. Yeah. It's really pretty. And well, I think, and the foliage. I think this one is tattoo, tattoo blueberry. Okay, I'm going to go see if uh, we want listeners to come here, obviously, but if they want to look it up online, they I can. I think there's a tattoo orange. Uh, what did they say about the sun? At all, the foliage is so tight and the flowers are so tight. Does have any trouble with the, uh, full sun? Um, they haven't so far. Cool. So they're all named after uh, fruits and stuff. Uh, I guess so. I see Vinca tattoo, blackberry, black cherry, blueberry. Papaya. There's black cherry over there too. That one's kind of an, uh, a dark red. What color is this? What this is, is this? Blueberry. This is blueberry. Okay, I'm gonna go look in the line for blueberry. Makes me hungry. Let's see. Yeah, there's. Let's see the images. Um, yeah, look it. Look it up um, online. Vinca tattoo, tattoo blueberry. Isn't that pretty? Isn't that wild? Yeah. Uh, if I remember, I'll bring another color up the next time I come. And when you have the orange, let me look at the orange. I, I have a tangerine, which would be orange. There's a black cherry, and then like two other <laughs> two other varieties. All all in limited numbers. Okay. So, like, there was only two of this one left out of ten. Hmm. Yeah, the orange is pretty. And you have the tangerine. They're right in front of the entrance over there. Oh, okay. 
All right, did you do? That lady was very nice. Didn't didn't offer to hit me or anything. Well, no. we, we were wondering if we she was going to abandon her, <laughs> her, her, her wagon. Can we pay her to? Yeah, I think so. Is she paying cash? She said. <laughs> I asked her uh, why she picked, why she liked that lower bush petunia, and. Uh, is he bothering the customers again? Yeah. Did she ask him or did he go ask her? I asked her. Oh, yeah, he's, he went and asked her. And, uh, and he, he said, would, well. you, would you like a bite of those uh, daylilies? <laughs> so is, there, is there a saying like on the radio for him that, can I say, uh, he's uh, no, not really uh, working here kind of. Yeah, we that. <laughs> Don't harass the, the views, opinions, and actions of Dr. Jerry Parson are purely his own. Yes, very do much so. Okay. But anyway, she was... Uh, that's where I was going. <laughs> okay. She said she liked the fullness of the plant, the size of the plant, and uh, it had so many blooms on. And she could, did you tell her that we wouldn't have had them if it wasn't for you and your refrigerator? No, I didn't tell her. Oh, <laughs> give me a break. No, surely you did. Uh, but anyway, she uh, she said we came in yesterday and got some. Got quite a few yesterday. And said, we, 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 she said, we decided, I think she decided to come back and get more today. Because uh, she said, they might not be on, may not be available much after this. Did you, did you tell her they're going to be available forever in her garden? Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, now, now we know where to go get seed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I told her about cutting them back, and she didn't look like she was too interested in that. But uh, her husband was showing me where to where to cut them. Huh. Said, "Yep, that'll keep them blooming and keep them alive during the summer." If you Very cool. If you don't, they're gonna make their seed. They'll come back and this die. fall or something. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah, she was very excited and also to learn the history that that was Laura Bush, named she, after Laura Bush. Did hmm. she, did she t- talk about you trying to signal her, she did, or did she ignore that? Yeah, ignored it. <laughs> All right, well, we, we like to brag on them. are pretty plants, and if that's another one, too. If you want to look online and see what they look like, I, I, they're, they're stunning. That's the Laura Bush petunia. We still have some. I mean, we have a, a good number, but not a lot. <laughs> Not as many as we started with. But remember that? that, That's kind of a different look. It's an old-fashioned look. Mm -hmm. And it reminds you of uh, what you might have seen uh, in early 1900s or uh, in the German communities, German gardens, and and all around uh, central Texas here. You know, people didn't buy plants when they're in, in the early days. They were just had pass along plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greg called pass along. Well, I told you that I, I still remembered when I was young uh, having uh, uh, pansies show up in the mail in bare, bare root yeah, yeah. pansies. <laughs> and it just came, came to me and I said, when, uh, I don't remember when that stopped. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. That, was, that was amazing, and they they did, did they fine. Live? They, they live? did fine, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, when Greg and I used to travel together, uh, we would carry uh, a car full of plants, 
And then when we would see a plant or a planted planting that we needed a picture of, uh, <laughs> we'd pull over, <laughs> take pictures, talk to the uh, talk to the owner, and trade and trade. And <laughs> I never forget we ha we saw <laughs> we saw uh, we were going up to uh, Texarkana from uh, Nacogdoches. And we, right outside of uh, Texarkana, we passed a yard that was just full of uh, petunias. I mean, solid petunias. And there was a little old lady out there working them with a bonnet on. Oh. Like the old timers uh -huh. used to wear. <laughs> and so uh, Greg and I looked at each other. We got to stop here. <laughs> and she was so so happy to tell us all about I her garden and everything. And uh, I said, I think she just offered us some petunias, uh, some of the, and they were all different colors, like oh. like that uh, old timey's work. Uh, Hi. Was anything else in the works? What? Well, you. This is always the past that that you know this happened in the past and stuff. Is there anything like? You know, Greg's working to develop, like we know they're working to develop the uh, white Sinisa. Anything else? What? Why are you looking at me? Did I not say anything? <laughs> well, he's going he's gonna to get this Ph.D. soon. Yeah. Oh, well, that, okay. He, he's been very busy with that, but he, uh, he also, uh, I've given him some seed. Well, I gave him some seed of your Sinosia yeah. from Alabama, right? Alabama. Uh-huh. Adet. Uh, the Adet yeah. variety. I mailed those to him. I imagine he's farmed those out to a master gardener because they're easy to come up mm. after the soil temperature warms up. But, uh, see, that's the same. That's the salvia right there. Milton. Oh, the same as yesterday's? No, yes. No. But it's not. No, not from... Uh, you yeah. mean the saw salvia? Yeah. No, that's a that's a salvia that's not spin spin splendens. Yeah, yeah, spl that's splendens. And what we're I was thinking that the saws was coccinia. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, because that coccinia is uh, taller and ta yeah, and reseeds with drought drought tolerant. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I set those up to him. He's also working on a uh, a uh, red uh, pavonia that the lady uh, my friend found in uh, Kerrville and so uh, he's, he, he's trying to get it redder you know a little bit cleaned up uh, but uh, that takes several growing seasons but uh, <laughs> you know I when she sent me pictures of it, I said, this looks maroon. I said, is this maroon? And she said, my husband and I have talked about this. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's uh, crimson. Yes. It's, it's crimson. I said, are you a <laughs> football fan, lady? What's your about to find out? And come to find out, she and her husband both graduated from... Uh, that the, the uh, Alabama. Alabama, yeah, well, people there they have a crimson. I said, well, 
In the color books, you know, the uh, color charts put out by the Hort Royal Horticulture Society. And uh, I said, well, it's, it's, you're right, it's more crimson or red than uh, it is maroon. And that was confirmed by Dr. Dan Leinberger, who used to be the department head at A&M. And uh, so let's see, Jerry, Greg's working on that. He was working on a, on a uh, we, we tried for years to find a uh, Turk's cap that opened its bloom. You know, Turk's cap bloom stays shut. And uh, so he's working on that. And we, he's, he's fooled around with some lilacs that uh, could grow here in Texas. Ah. But uh, that hasn't worked out. We had, we had, they just don't grow here. You know, it's too hot. There's some, there's some variation, but yeah, you, you, somebody'd have to tell you they're yeah. a lilac. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Turks cap. Uh, I was noticing that the foliage in my yard, where I got it's pretty extensive plantings. Boy, it looks it looks good. It looks best that it's it's looked, and the blooms are starting to come. Okay, but uh, quite often it's. It's not the regular ground cover kind of look that I expected, but this year it is for some reason. I guess the, what, that no water and then suddenly all the water at the right, yeah. at the same time. My church cap, of course, has been there seven or ten years. Uh, no water, no except natural water. But uh, uh, it's... It's come up. Uh, we we shredded it down to the ground, and it's uh, four feet tall now. But it hasn't bloomed yet. Getting ready to bloom. And we were all working on a a white, a beautiful white uh, plumbago. So what are we going to call it, Beth? No, we're going to call it a white plumbago. Or a white, white blue plumbago. I don't know. I thought they already had white plumbago. They do, but not like this one. Oh, okay. I mean, this one <laughs> is a constant bloomer. Everybody, we've we've had a white for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it doesn't. It's inconsistent. It, it doesn't grow bloom maybe a third as much as uh, as this one. Uh, so uh, it'll it'll be a good companion for this mm -hmm. blue plumbago. So what are you going to call it? White plumbago or a white blue plumbago? I think so. I think some one of the volunteers has named it Snowball. Oh, I like that. But uh, I, I don't know if that's that probably name, not a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> that name will probably won't stick. But Snowball the white plumbago. <laughs> Snowball the white blue plumbago. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. 210-308-8867. Yeah, the crowd has really picked up. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866 It looks a little bit like the Festival of Flowers. Yeah, 866-308-8867, the number to call. Yeah, that was a lot of fun yesterday. Uh, thanks to everybody that came by and said hello to us, and uh, we appreciated it. And uh, It was a good, good day. All right. All right. Thank you. Who, who All right, two, 
Wait. All right. Let's take a quick break while we do. Uh, give us a call, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. I call my home, I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. That's Willie. Who could that be? (laughs) All right, going to talk to Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control in just a second, but I want to tell you about the Tree Hugger Sprinkler, a great tool to have in your gardening arsenal. Uh, And I was glad someone else used that yesterday that was talking to us at Festival of Flowers. But uh, the Tree Hugger Sprinkler is uh, great to keep that root ball uh, moist or to water away from the root ball toward the drip line efficiently and effectively. We had a lot of folks who uh, are hearing about it and calling from Spring Branch and ordering their their Tree Hugger Sprinkler at treehuggersprinklers.com. You'll find them here at Mill Burgers. We're not too far from... uh, the uh, from Spring Branch, or you'll find them at HEB. Now, Millburgers has uh, the the, uh, the seven, the eleven, and the fifteen inch, so the size of the tree uh, is covered, um, and you turn it up just a little bit to uh, get it to. Uh, uh, water the root ball, or a little bit more to water away from it. It's real easy. It hugs the tree. It's got that nice uh, hinge on it, and it's a hard plastic sprinkler, so it's uh, it's built tough. So, what was that? The hinge. Oh, that was the hinge. Okay, <laughs> I, th- I thought it was honking at us. That's um, treehuggersprinklers.com. Warren Remy on the line of Spider-Man Pest Control. How you doing, Warren? What a beautiful day after all this great rain, man. Yeah. It is a beautiful day. What are you doing on this beautiful day? Um, well, my, my wife went to a little fundraiser early in the morning, so that allowed me some some time alone in the house. So I've been straightening up the kitchen. All right. All right. Good man. What a way to go, Warren Remy. Um, hey, yesterday, yes. yesterday this lady uh, called in about cutting back her banana trees mm-hmm. and that reminded me of a situation that i saw back in in the mid 80s i probably about 84 85 something like that i was over on the far west side of san antonio over in the old section of town and i was sitting there waiting for a customer and there was a, a pest control guy across the street he was an old Old Mexican man, Mr. Martinez, had Martinez Pest Control. <laughs> and he he was he was doing pest control at this old house over there. And, you know, a lot of those old houses, they didn't have skirting around the outside of the home. Uh-oh. And it'd be wide open. And, and he, he had these big, huge leaves in the back of his truck, and he's taking them out, and he's putting them underneath this house putting them underneath this house all the way around and I just I couldn't resist I had to go ask him and I introduced myself to him and and I said uh, you know I'm I'm kind of a rookie at this stuff and what are you doing he said oh well banana leaves kill fleas and ticks yeah and 
I heard that. Run off the scorpions, and he said it's <laughs> just a natural, natural insecticide, and and that always, that always locked up in my brain. You know what, <laughs> what is chemically, you know, because I got a chemistry background, and when you do some research on it, the the chemicals that are in banana leaves have uh, the chemicals been extracted where they manufactured diazinon, malathion, dersban, and those were in the organophosphate family of insecticides that we used all through the 80s and 90s. And uh, it just, it was, it reminded me of that story. And uh, I ran into that old boy a little while later and he was dumping this yellow stuff around the outside of a, another old house and I had to go ask him what is this stinky stuff you're doing over here and he said oh it's sulfur sulfur you know you can put it on your plants you can put it around the house it kills bugs feeds the plants <laughs> and and that was another old time learning experience for me yeah, the uh, the people used to tell tell me about uh, fleas in the house. That uh, back when uh, bananas came on stalks, mm. grow on stalks, and and they used to sell them on stalks. Man, that the old timers would say, you keep that stalk after you remove the bananas, and put it under the couch. And uh, the fleas crawl into that stalk. I guess they crawl into the stalk and uh, get rid of your fleas. Huh. Hmm. So uh, <laughs> I never had a chance to try that because they don't sell bananas on stalks. Anymore. No, but you'll have to get some. If the leaves, is that what you were saying, Warren? The banana leaves? The banana tree yeah, leaves? They, yeah, you just chop. Were well, you chopping down those? Yeah, the, back, after you know? the freeze, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. But after you cut them back, you can do, you know, do whatever you want to do with them, wherever you want to put them, but natural, boy, you talk about natural insecticide, there it is. <laughs> yep. Hey, are you noticing anything in particular now that we've had a little bit more wet weather? Well, the uh, the bacteria... In a lot of the shrubs, we're seeing a lot of the uh, bacteria spotting, leaf spot. In lots of the shrubs, people are calling us concerned about these spots and, and their shrubs are, are not coming out like they, they were last year. And after looking at them real close, it, it uh, the best diagnosis that I've been able to come up with are uh, bacteria leaf spot. And uh, and so, you know, we treat those with fungicides. We're getting a lot of calls on that stuff. And as far as bugs, it's just everything. Mosquitoes and yeah. ants. How about, how, all, about, all uh, how about spider mites? Are you seeing in your wanderings, are you seeing those? Uh, we're, we're getting reports that there's a lot of them through the vegetable gardens. Are you seeing that? Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. A lot of spider mites and scale. A lot of uh, soft cottony scale. Hmm. 
You think it's just a combination of uh, weather situations, and then I guess that uh, Jerry and I were talking about that uh, that, that grass growth uh, throughout the landscapes too. Oh, yeah. Just a, uh, you, you 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 got plenty of places to hide and raise the uh, spider mite young. Yeah, I think a lot of it is the weather. You know when. Uh, uh, you know, like I like I've always said, you know, the old old timers uh, brought me through this education that I got way back when, and they they taught me to look at patterns. You know, the pattern mm. of of the weather, and through the years, been able to kind of program what's going to happen in these different hot temperature, cold temperature, hot temperature, cold temperature. And uh, and even you know like uh, houses that uh, have their AC systems uh, under the house, and uh, they if there's a if there's an opening in the ductwork, you get a hot and a cold air mix that will create mold, and and those mold spores can you know they can get they can get pretty bad. Very, very rarely is it the, you know, stachybacchus, black mold, but it's just a weather pattern, weather situation, hot, cold, hot, cold rain. We'll take the rain. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, with the rain comes, I know uh, people are talking about mosquitoes. Um, And what did you, you, you were trying to teach me. Is it a bloom of mosquitoes that you were trying to teach me, Warren? Yeah, they, that's what uh, that's what the researchers uh, call it. They call it a bloom after the rain, and uh, and they have different categories of the mosquitoes: the type that uh, are in stagnant water, and then the type that are in short-term water, and those uh, different mosquitoes will will be active some early in the morning oh. early in the evening some will be active through the night but some of those that are active through the night they're not biters they're they're mosquitoes but they're like like females that are just moving around and they're not the ones that bite people you know I've got I've got some of those in the house <laughs> I mean they, they, they don't seem to bite don't seem to bite, but of course, growing up in Minnesota, I yeah. can't resist. You know, if there's a mosquito buzzing around me, I, it, it must be after me. You know, well, you there, need to, yeah, you need to have one of Spider-Man's brand new blue fly swatters to smack those rascals with. Uh oh, what is it? Flash, flash water. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> send Frank, uh, send one with Frankie. <laughs> Yeah, the um, Warren, um, I've just I was talking to Warren Remy of Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Always great to have him on the line and just visit. I've got a question. There are people that say they they get bit by mosquitoes more than other people. Um, are there people that are more the mosquitoes like better than others? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And, and what makes them that the, way? Uh, well, the research. The research has proven that it has something to do with people's blood. It doesn't have anything to do with with skin color. 
Whether where you graduated from college. <laughs> yep. And that's what, you know, people say, oh, well, he's, they don't buy him because he's real camp. Uh, they, they want this one because she's real sweet and pretty. And she's got that sweet blood. But <laughs> it's really, it's really uh, is it, uh, proven is it that blood it's, type? it's something, something in the bloodstream huh. that, that they can detect. And, and it does come out through the carbon dioxide. Oh, and that's, that's right. all part of the, you know, that's all part of the breathing process. Oxygen goes in to create blood, and and that's that's what they're attracted to is that one particular enzyme. So it's it's a proven fact. So if, maybe so if I go outside, I shouldn't breathe. <laughs> yeah. If I don't want to get bit, maybe should, maybe mm. we should eat more hot peppers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> breathe that's, that capsaicin on those mosquitoes. That'll that right. You. That's right. That's exactly right, Jerry. <laughs> And uh, real quick, uh, talk a little bit, too, about the, uh, um, oh, someone wants to know about perfumes and colognes. Do they attract mosquitoes? We got a text. Yes. <laughs> oh, they do? Certain, certain ones, yeah. Certain, certain types will, I don't know what they are, but, um, but that's part of the research is that certain perfumes will attract the mosquitoes. Hmm. Maybe Adam Bomb. Have you ever heard of Adam Bomb? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, tell tell people Warren about the Into Care system because that's really fascinating and people are real happy with it. You were you were I, I talk about this. Do I remember correctly that you were one of the first to bring it to San Antonio? Yes, we were one of the first that was invited oh. to be a part. In, to be a part of the program, there were three of us in San Antonio, and uh, one kind of like north, south, east, west kind of thing. But uh, but it's it's a really unique uh, chemistry that is insect growth regulators, and it it does have an attractant that attracts mosquitoes to the bucket of stagnant water that we create. We put the bucket there, we put water in it, then we put the enzymes in there and the mosquitoes are attracted to it and she comes in and she picks up a a powder that has the insect growth regulator on it and she goes on about her business and she rests under the leaves of this and rests under the leaves of this and the mosquitoes will transfer it around and it uh in in the bucket when she comes in and lays her eggs again those eggs get sterilized and Mm. and they're unable to go through their life process so you get a total reduction uh when we get into really bad heavy infestations it takes about two weeks to to eliminate the mosquitoes and it's it's pretty radical i put one right here next to my pickup truck in my driveway and um every day i'd get home and open the door and two or three mosquitoes would zap me so i put the bucket out and in three days i had no more mosquitoes wow that's impressive hey warren uh, let me what's that 
it's it's so it's so environmentally conscious. That's the cool thing about it. Yeah, if you're one of the advocates or the involved in the initiative on butterflies, it is a real could be real factor in there, and you uh, go ahead and accomplish control of the mosquitoes and whatever special problems they have because of your fam- family situation or weather. And then you also do not uh, mess up the uh, uh, butterfly uh, egg laying or survival. And so it's a happy combination, environmentally important combination for San Antonio. You know, that's another thing that the old, old-timers taught me right there is that, you know, a healthy environment. I can, you can go into, you know, like we used to see horny toads, you know, Hell lizards. Yeah. Chameleons. And I go into a, a backyard, and and uh, the the people have chameleons and lizards and all that. Well, I that tells me right there that that's a really healthy environment, you know, low in pesticide, and and we can do our work a really good way nowadays without really hurting the lizards and the chameleons and all that, you know, and. And you get into other situations where there's very, very low life cycle out there. You know, hardly any, any, any living things out there because you get into people that are just, you know, they go to the store and they spray everything they can. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, well, can, well, you tell, can pick up. Well, tell your staff yeah. person, Frankie, I appreciate his work on behalf of my lizards and, <laughs> and all of that, because they're, they're everywhere. Well, that's, that's something I stress to Frankie a lot, is that don't mess with Calvin's lizards. No, he loves those lizards. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of makes you feel a little uncomfortable when he starts talking about them at some point. <laughs> Warren Remy, Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control, always great visiting with you and getting all the information. Uh, let me give your number out again real quick, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. Better yet, just go SpidermanPest.com is the website. Go Spider-Man. Thanks, Warren. we got to take a break, okay? Thanks, everybody. Have a beautiful Thank day. Thank you. Bye, Warren. Yeah, always fun visiting with you. We'll talk to you soon. We'll take a break and come back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. Gardening South Texas, where that when that gentleman over there was dancing, right when you'll be happy, Al, right when right when the music came on and it came on in, uh, here at the Mill Burgers, he was dancing in the uh, right by the Vincas. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Melton just made a little girl very happy. Oh, showing her, telling her mom well, where the bathroom was. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Calvin helped too. Oh, did he? Yeah, I don't want to take all the. <laughs> all right. Looking at uh, this week in the garden of Calvin's in the paper yesterday, uh, Calvin says the monarch butterflies have migrated north beyond San Antonio. But many species, queen, giant swallowtails, sulfur, gulf fritillaria, and brown swallowtail, 
black I'm sorry, black swallowtail are still still around. So uh, the 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 uh, nectar plants that you planted for the uh, monarchs are going to be utilized. No, don't worry about it. And then he says, uh, there's still time to plant okra. Well, where would you like to get some Oscar okra? <laughs> there's some <laughs> ready. jump uh, on it. <laughs> yeah, some uh, ready for planting. <laughs> Got to do it pretty quick. No. Yeah, and don't, I don't, I don't know if I'd plant, don't plant it deep. Uh, when you, these plants are tall, it's Oscar okra, the one we talk about. And, uh. But they're in four-and-a-half-inch pots, I believe. But they're tall. They're, what is that, two feet, two-and-a-half feet? Yeah, yeah that, that two-and-a-half feet. <laughs> but uh, just so, yeah. don't worry. Just put the, huh, put the root, knock the pot off, nothing. Mm-hmm. Take the plastic pot off. And uh, put them in, uh, you know, just put the mo- root ball in as deep as it's growing in the pot. Uh, now that's going to leave, like was it, two and a half, three feet of plant above it. And you might need to stake it. Well, but I don't think I would plant it deep like you can the tomato. No, no, I don't know if okra roots are not like that. And, and it won't, uh, the Oscar won't get 14 foot tall like some of the other. Yeah, right, yeah. But just yeah, and it'll it'll root it root out real fast. Well, we I was trying to remember we we had a period. It must have been the weather where they weren't doing good a few years ago, and then they were just kind of that had a kind of a scraggly look. But then the weather perked up, and we got some rain and things, and then yeah, the Oscars just responded very quickly. <laughs> they they weren't the best. Specimens in terms of full foliage. Yeah, maybe, but they produce fruit uh, fairly low on the plant. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I think I've told y'all about the the fella down. I think it was in George West down south of here, and he came up to me and said, "I've got an itchless okra, itchless okra, okay, that he developed, and he wanted to give me some seed." So I could do it like Oscar, and I said, "It's a soaker." I said, "That's that's weird." I I thought he was talking about had no, no spines on it. Oh, no scratch. Yeah, no spines on it. And so <laughs> we took it home and planted it, and that was the most interesting okra because it would it would grow about three feet or four feet tall before it ever set the first pod. So <laughs> you weren't fighting the, the uh, leaves and getting the itchy oh. part on oh, you. Oh, okay. So, and I laughed and said, I said, that guy probably hadn't itched in 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his, his, skin, huh. his skin was like leather. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, he he developed that okra and it, it was different. We got Mike on the line at 210 308 8867. Mike, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I think I'm doing all right. Good. Uh, y'all, y'all might remember I called in. It's been a while back. My garden 
got contaminated with a feed-through herbicide when I was fertilizing it with uh, horse manure. Yeah. And I'm I'm still having trouble with it, and I'm wondering if there's something I can add to the soil or something I can put on that might help rejuvenate this a little bit quicker. Charcoal. Have you, you, you conferred with the agriculture, Department of Agriculture, haven't you? No, not yet. The bad, see, the bad thing is this guy bought the hay from is not real bright, and he can't even tell me what kind of herbicide he used, so that that's a big problem. Well, uh, the only thing I know that'll take, take uh, uh, toxic products out of a uh, Soil is, is yeah. If you get if you can find the source of that and just put it in like you'd put a mulch in there. Are you seeing any kind of damage or reaction to it? Well, the plants come up. They don't look real well, and then they just don't produce fruit. Like I got a bunch. I had a bunch of planted a bunch of squash, hoping something would happen. And uh, I guess out of about fifteen plants, I may have got four four pieces of fruit and that was it okay what about other anything be other than squash squash is pretty unpredictable but they don't die do they no it, now my cabbage uh it it never would make a head it just came up it made a plant but it, it wouldn't head up was that in the winter no that was this spring hmm uh yeah, you, you, you don't remember the variety, do you? Uh, Where'd you get the plants? Uh, well, I I raised the the um, uh, the cabbage from seed, and well, the squash too. Everything I I bought, I bought bought from seed. Okay, where did you get the seed? Uh, what variety did you buy of the seed? Well, the the I got a mixed lot of about four different kinds of squash seeds, all, a couple of different kinds of zucchini, and then a, a crook neck, and then a straight yellow squash, and none of it has done any good. Okay, did uh, you don't remember what the cabbage was? No, I, I really don't. Well, I, I think you got a, I think you got a couple of choices. You can try your, your charcoal, uh, but if... Uh, just ch- chat with your uh, Department of Agri- uh, Texas Agriculture too, and see if they, uh, if they, what they, they'll look at it, and they're familiar with those kind of uh, uh, problems, and they they may say, ah, oh, that's nothing. That's just the varieties of the plants or the timing, and so they'll they'll kind of get, put you in re- uh, some relief. Relieve you of uh, worry, worried about what, how long that's going to be, and how, what's going to happen. The charcoal won't uh, hurt anything, and um, it may give you peace of mind. Yeah. Where, where are you located? Down near Potate. Okay, you're in Sand. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that if there is a toxin in that soil uh, and it's sand, that charcoal should get it out of there with one application. Okay. But uh, I'm hoping it's not that. Uh, get some re- nursery plants 
that uh, you really liked and uh, with, you know, recommended varieties and give those a try. Okay. As a test. Yeah, as a test. All right, good luck. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. You You take care. All right, 210-308-8867. So you mentioned charcoal. Where do you get? Oh, okay. I don't know. Does that mean like you're just getting you're getting briquettes or what are you getting? <laughs> well, you, you'd like them to be ground up uh, powder. Mm, oh, okay. What do, what do uh, barbecue restaurants do with their? They just pile it up and yeah, I don't know. Throw it away. Uh, okay. You could use those ashes, I guess. Oh uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it depends on how big the project is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was I was laughing at the girls coming. I was coming through the main sales barn here, and uh, the lady got on the microphone and said, "We need 14 bags of cow manure." And they they needed several people to help load it. Mm -hmm. And I said, when I got in the office, I said. Two more bags, and you'll get a cow to go with it. <laughs> Fourteen bags of That's, manure. But I've seen people in neighborhoods put it out, yeah. like all over their yard. <laughs> yeah, there's, people used to complain about me using uh, sewage sludge uh, on the grass because it had kind of a... People as in the neighbors? Yeah, oh, as uh-huh. in the neighbors. Dogs liked it. <laughs> And tomatoes, yes, they were full. Of, sewage sludge is full of tomatoes, but uh, it's salty. You don't want to use no. it very often. Okay, the sludge or the manure? The sludge. Okay, okay. Because of crazy people are putting water. You know, when you got a water salt, what do you fill it up with? Salt. Oh, that's right. And that ruins your sludge, man. Oh. What's wrong with that people? But I think it helps everything else. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. yeah, they're still down the plant. Okra, peppers. Let's see. We have peppers. Uh, I don't see. Uh, I get some peppers out there. Uh, tatuma. Tatuma squash. And you got to get your seed off the Internet, right? As far as I know, yeah. Okay. And that, that's where that, I found it. That stuff does well all the way through the, to frost. Yeah, and that's fast coming. Yeah, fast producing. Mm-hmm. Tolerant of. Uh, peas are a big plant. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know. Yeah, and if you want to have it, you can do it the traditional way and shell the peas, but you... It's easier just to pay, treat them like green beans. Oh yeah, the kids. Slap them. Yeah, the kids can do that, and not not such a labor-intensive job. <laughs> or if you're from Alabama and you grew up with your grandma and grandpa sitting on the front porch, shelling peas. Those were southern peas, cow peas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you want to carry on the tradition. That's that's kind of fun, yeah. I think when Calvin brought him up, he he said, oh, this is therapeutic. It's very relaxing. And he had us. It might have been that Irish whiskey over there. Yeah, it could have been. (laughs) 
like my friend Joe Bradbury used to say, I brought him some shelled beans. I thought it was going to make him happy. Black eyed, pea, uh, black eyed peas and cow peas. No, he- I wanted to shell them myself, huh. like his grandmother and grandpa used to do. He said, I like to shell them until my fingers bleed. Ugh. There's an old boy that <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> I'm not that away. <laughs> and uh, I, I talked to Virtus into getting a pea sheller to shell them by the bushel. Yeah. And uh, I would get peas from out there. But well, I love, love the peas. You think the, are the fresh shelled any different tasting? Any they could they could any uh, fresher. Or? Yeah, they could sell all they could shell. Okay. And uh, yeah, they yeah people they, love those they things. They taste good. Oh, you think they do taste different? Well, I, I know the various like purple hull and yeah. all the different yeah, cream types. cream peas. They t- taste different, but they taste good. Whatever you can get. Yeah. You what? You know what makes them good, man? The blood. <laughs> <laughs> a big piece of uh, salt pork. Oh, okay. Everybody puts a piece of salt. But uh, they're good. All right. Well, listen, we are almost out of time. No. Yep. Anything else we need to mention, real quick? No. I can't think it. We'll be uh, here next week. Will we get anything going next week? Well, if you want to know for sure, I don't know for sure. But if you want to, you go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. See you next week on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.